the only thing we have to fear. The economic health of this nation has been. Four essential economic freedoms. The excessive decline. Read in the dollar. It's a late rally on Wall Street. Too big to fail. Growing the economy. Growing the economy. It's amazing what's been going on with the economy. Welcome. Welcome. This is Money Talks. Money Talks. Good morning. You're listening to Money Talks, Atlanta's longest-running, most respected money show on the radio. I'm Troy Harmon here with none other than Jarrett McKenzie. That's right. Glad to be back. Yeah, there we go. Who's a CWS, a CFP, works in our planning and implementation department. And I wish I had a drum roll. How about (laughs) DJ Barker? Barker. That's right. DJ Barker is also a CWS and a managing associate within our mm-hmm. planning and implementation department. Keeping us on hello, our toes. Hello, hello. That's right. There we go. <laughs> There'll be a test after oh, this, everyone. Yeah. yeah. Good. He Pay attention. lucky pin. He, he plays <laughs> the music by which the rest of us dance. Right? <laughs> That's right. Is that? That is right. Is that a fair assessment? Sure, you? yeah. Oh, okay. Wait, what did you say? I'll take it to the disco. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm oh, accustomed to you stuff. not listening while yeah. I talk. Well, yeah, you know. thank, thanks, Jerry. Appreciate <laughs> yeah. it. I can only I can only trust about half of what comes out of your mouth most of the time, Troy. But when it comes to investments, I trust it all. Okay, good. Oh my goodness, good. there we go. Uh, that's good. Yeah, uh, thanks. Most thanks, of the time, Jerry, coming from you, that means everything. <laughs> absolutely everything. You, oh, that's good that stuff. comment is the reason that I got banner day. In the morning. Banner day, Troy. Congratulations. Uh, it's good thanks, stuff. Thanks, DJ. I'm glad you were here to witness it. That's right. Uh, so we're on the cusp of a new season, right? Uh, this is a football season. DJ being the huge oh, football fan right. that he is, that's right. Uh, is uh, is just uh, not only football, but every other thing, sports, right? DJ? Absolutely. You're, you're like if it's a sport, sport, I'm there. Yeah. That's right. Uh, especially like uh, the America's Cup sailing. America's Cup sailing, I'm there. Yeah, he, Soccer, he, he does absolutely. Know. Miami Dolphins, done. Yeah, absolutely. Miami, are, are, is that a baseball team? Yeah, of course. That's yeah, their that's soccer team as well. It's, <laughs> oh, they do both. I, I, I thought I had that down Dolphins right are very well-rounded. Yes. Yeah? yeah? All right. Well, hey, that's... Uh, that's the way they do it in 305. Awesome. <laughs> 305. I'm not sure what the reference is, but is that anything like 90210? <laughs> yeah, yeah something round? like that. Yeah. Absolutely. Awesome. Uh, well, you know, you miss a day, you miss a lot around here. That's um, true. Thanks for the education, DJ. You're welcome. Yeah, love and life. Have a great week, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that's about a wrap. Oh, yeah, uh, we jest. Mm-hmm. Uh, so our financial markets have hit a little bit of a rough patch. We're down a little better than 1% on the week. Uh, it seems like international stocks are, are uh, struggling a bit over the last little bit, uh, you know, last month or so. Um, Mostly because of the trade talks, well, I would I, imagine. Well, I think it's part of it. Um, you know, there's uh, if you look at what's going on in Europe, they're still doing all they can to try to prop up the markets, uh, doing quantitative easing. They were really late to the party, but uh, they have stayed longer than anybody else. Um, I say anybody else. That, that You know, you look at the U.S., uh, who is now tightening. We're, we're looking at a, a probably another interest rate increase uh, at the end of this month, probably around the 26th when the uh, Fed meets again. If you look at the options implied probabilities, uh, around 96% as of today. Uh, that's, that's a pretty strong possibility that we will see yeah. interest rates continue to rise yeah. uh, in the U.S. Um, 
Well, they've indicated but at least a couple of more increases throughout the remainder of the year, right? I mean, yeah, so we're kind of yeah, not a big surprise there, really. Yeah, yeah. Right. running out of time to some degree. Yeah, we're uh, 62% probability uh, for another interest rate increase in December. Uh, as these interest rates have continued to rise, we're also seeing uh, we're inching ever so close to a, an inversion in the yield curve. And what does that mean? It means the short-term interest rates are higher than longer-term interest rates. It's usually a bad sign for continued economic growth. Um, it, you know, it's it's really anybody's guess as to whether or not uh, the Fed decides that they're going to slow. But but at the moment, it looks as if we will get another 25 basis point or 0.25 percent increase uh, in the overnight lending rate in uh, late September, and then uh, fourth for 2018 in December. So. When I used to announce some information the other day about the yield curve, or at least, I guess, in response to, to yeah, uh, sure. an email that I was included on. And so I got to thinking about that afterwards. I was going to ask you, you know, I actually was not aware that there had been a recession without an inversion of the yield curve, which typically right. there, there's a lot of correlation there between yep. the two of those. Does it does it work the other way around? Do we know of periods in which uh, we saw an inversion and that did not uh I guess accompany any kind of recessionary period or no? No. no. Uh, the last, I think it's been the last eight recessions or so have been uh, forewarned or foretold by an inversion in the yield curve. And, and again, you know, it means short-term interest rates get higher than longer-term interest rates. Quite often it's it's in response to rising interest rates and, and interest mm-hmm. rates are managed higher by the Federal Reserve. Now, to clarify your question, uh, the the point that I, I made in that particular instance was um, the, there was an article in Forbes that talked about the fact that just because we have an inversion in the yield curve doesn't mean that a recession hits tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's usually a lag, and uh, it generally tends to be, and I've been talking about this for quite a bit now, um, six months to 18 months before you see true recessions uh, hit. And what is a recession? It's basically back to back or two uh, two quarterly declines in gross uh, domestic product growth so two negative growth periods uh, in in GDP growth um, so uh, the one that you're talking about actually uh, is 1987 it wasn't a recession but it was a 28 and a half percent decline in the S&P 500 the recession didn't hit until the following year and uh, it actually did come after the yield curve inverted. It just didn't take as long that time uh, to to have a recession following that inversion of the yield curve. So uh, a lot of information packed in that one statement, but basically things that we watch to uh, to give us an indication that, that uh, we might see slowing in uh, economic growth. Uh, number one, it's been such a, a reliable signal, although the timing is is difficult to say. Uh, is that inversion in the in the yield curve? And we look at the Treasury yield rates, uh, Treasury like the 10-year Treasury uh, maturity versus the two-year. Uh, when the two-year outstrips the 10-year, that's when um, we would call an inversion in the curve. Some folks are looking these days at more of the three-month. Uh, mm. Yield versus the ten-year, um, and right now, just for those listening, uh, we got down to about 20.4 basis points, or 0.204 percent, 
uh, in differential between that two-year and 10-year yield. Uh, over the past week, because the markets have fallen just a little bit, you know, I just talked about the uh, return being negative for mm -hmm. the last week. Um, we have seen that widen out a little bit. I say a little bit. We're talking about 0.24% instead of 0.20% differential in the, the two and the 10-year uh, Treasury yield. So um, it's still something to watch closely. One of the other things that we watch very closely is uh, the real earnings yield, and basically that's uh, the inversion of the price-to-earnings ratio on the S&P 500 minus uh, inflation. Um, it's, a, it's a valuation measure. Um, basically, it's saying uh, any time that uh, that we see that measure fall below two percent, it's a serious warning. If it falls below one and a half percent, it's a, a pretty Dire. strong warning yeah. uh, that you're about to have an so issue. So where is it now? It's about 1.9 at the moment, so it is below the two percent. But what we wait for, just to do away with a lot of the noise, and that signal is a six-month. Uh, moving average that's below two percent. We are not at the two uh, below two percent in the six-month average. We're at about 2.3. So uh, if it lasts, if valuations and inflation continue at the same uh, pace that we have right now uh, for the next three months, it would be, you know, we'd probably fall into that period where we have uh, below 2%. So, uh, you know, we get a lot of questions as to where we are in the business cycle, and that's a couple of the things that we look at. The third one is unemployment. Anytime unemployment starts rising, you know, the employment situ situation has just been absolutely strong uh, for years now. Uh, but anytime you start seeing cracks in that, you start getting a little bit concerned as to what's going on. Uh, good news is the consumer's... Um, you know, there, there's 3.9% unemployment, which is very low, uh, well below what we would normally consider full employment at 5% unemployment rate. And uh, we did get some information on that this week uh, from, uh, where are we, University of Michigan's Consumer Sentiment Survey. Uh, it did drop 1.7 points, but current economic conditions were uh, a little less favorable than previous. And... Uh, the index is still at 96.2, which is still, you know, a pretty solid um, uh, indicator from the consumer. Uh, sentiment remains near cycle highs, uh, and uh, spending remains very healthy. So as long as consumers maintain, you know, they're, they all still have a, a decent job. and uh, Got the confidence. Right, yeah, the confidence is good. They're going to keep spending, and that's good for uh uh, for the future of our economy. Let's take a real quick break. When we come back, I'll talk about a dog of the week as well as answer a few financial questions. Stick around. You're listening to Money Talks. All material presented is compiled from sources believed to be reliable and current, but accuracy cannot be guaranteed. The contents are intended for general information purposes only. Information provided should not be the sole basis in making any decisions and is not intended to replace the advice of a qualified professional, such as a tax consultant, insurance advisor, or attorney. Although this material is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information with respect to the subject matter, it may not apply in all situations. This is not to be construed as an offer to buy or sell any financial instruments. 
It is not our intention to state, indicate, or imply in any manner that current or past results are indicative of future profitability or expectations. Portfolio holdings discussed are subject to change. There is no guarantee that in the future these securities will be held in Hensler accounts. As with all investments, there are associated inherent risks. Please obtain and review all financial material carefully before investing. Hensler is not licensed to offer or sell insurance products. This overview is not to be construed as an offer to purchase any insurance products.